Content warning. Suicidal ideation is depicted for roughly seven minutes, starting at about the one hour, three minute mark. Previously on Unbalanced Encounters. If there's one thing that she's taught me, it is that you can fight in ball gowns. I need all of you to please make me a constitution, a dexterity, and a strength saving throw. White, hot light rips through this room. I thought you said that bomb was foolproof. What the fuck is he doing standing up? Oh, fucking microns. Somewhere on it where there's like a ridge of spores and mushroom. I'm going to break a piece off. I'm going to go onto the ground and pick up a wine glass that fell down. And I'm going to drop the piece in. Oh, shit, 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 shit. But her mom's still out. Can I make a perception check to see if she's breathing? Oh, God. God damn it. And then rip the dress and tie it around her face like she did last time. Because she knows these fuckers like to cough on people. Oh, no. We dealt with y'all enough last time. Get back. And he's going to cast Turn the Faithless. If the creature's true form is concealed by an illusion, shape-shifting, or other effect, the form is revealed while it is turned. Yeah! Come on! Something is about to show itself. Show me the feeling of secret bad guys. It rips across Alistair, and you see... A mass of twisted, knotted red vines. Stand up, turn, look at you, and scream. Hello, one and all, and welcome to another episode of Unbalanced Encounters, the only show that dares to ask, what if four idiots got so lost in the woods they had to fight God? I'm your host, Patrick Perini. Say hi, everybody. Hi. Hey. Hello. Hello. Y'all, it has been, it has been truly like a month since we last played this game. Does anyone remember like what the fuck was going on? Who are you people? The mushrooms uh, attacked, secret attack. Everything was was harmonious until the mushroom nation attacked. Big explosion. We beat up a bunch of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. It was like we were at like the dinner party bef- the day before we we're supposed to leave. And then like everything exploded. Uh, but yeah, so we were, we were uh, uh, in Agravar. Uh, you had all been officially recruited to be members of the Agravar Council, a way for Hank to effectively uh, put a good face on his use of you in a variety of otherwise official capacities. Uh, And part of that job was to attend a gala in your honor where Isaac gave a delightfully stirring speech right before a fucking bomb went off and a gang of myconid thieves tore through a blood vine portal into the aftermath and tried to steal all manner of things including scrumpy 
you all dealt with that relatively handily, taking a small scrap of Mykonid that Guard, I think, is trying to grow into a hostage, which is a disquieting thing that happened. Uh, and then you all, uh, under the cover of night, began your travels eastward, headed directly to evening's dawn in the hopes that you might discover where the eastern front is for the Agra army. So, we are going to begin to travel. Evening's dawn is quite a bit further into the eastern hills than you all have traveled before. Of the, I think, six of you that are on this expedition, uh, seven if we count Spinks, uh, the five of you plus Scrumpy and Haris Alzarun, Haris's father, only Isaac has ever been to Evening's Dawn. And that was some time ago when he, under the orders of Commander Nasir Antony, took Evening's Dawn and decapitated its leader. I wouldn't necessarily say that Isaac knows firsthand and readily how to get there. So we're going to begin a travel sequence. Harissa. Hello. Could you please get a hold of a D4 for me? Uh, yes. The rest of you, I need you all to get a hold of a D8. And I am going to ask the three of you, not Emily, I'm going to ask the three of you to please pick for me one of the following. Safety, provisions, and shelter. I, t- I call safety. I don't need provisions or shelter. Yeah, what, which one do you want, Craig? I was going to say June would probably do shelter if I do provisions. Everyone's going to be up in a tree. Yeah, I'm down for that. Let's We're go. We're going to build a treehouse. Amazing. All right, I'll do shelter. Oof. I hope I hope low numbers is a good sign. So, the way this is going to work <laughs> is that every day we are going to roll each of these and it is going to represent how the day goes. We are going to begin with safety in the morning. We're going to see how that affects the course of the day. We are going to then roll provisions in the afternoon. We are going to see how that affects the end of the day. And then we are going to roll shelter at night. And we are going to see how that affects our watch shifts. Our watch shifts are going to replace our campfire stories. And you will gain inspiration for any watch shift that you volunteer to take. Did we take a long rest after? Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, thank go. God. Everyone gets a long rest after the fucking thing. We are going to be oh, moving go, 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 go. through a montage period where at the end of each day, we are going to see how the day was affected by the rolls, and Harissa is going to roll a d4. That is the number of days that pass before we roll again. This is a long journey, and there is capacity for you to be on foot for weeks months if you're not careful and you've planned for this harissa canonically has had a very big checklist just like rolls it out and it like falls to the ground and scrolls off a mile long like a fucking disney film she's on top of it for the moment and that's what your d8s represent 
Every time you roll a 1 on one of these d8s, the die size is going to shrink. So if you roll a 1 on a d8, you now have a d6. That represents a significant loss to safety, shelter, or provisions. If you fall below a d4, we end travel early. How's that all sound to you guys? Wild. Terrifying. Uh, yeah, very. I'm about, we're, we're about we're about that fun. That's all I'll say. Uh, we are going to begin uh, at the top at the top of the first day with guard. Guard, would you please roll us a d8 for safety? I did. What'd you get? A two. You oh. <laughs> Yeah, start off strong. first. Start off strong. Let's okay. go. On a two, right out of the gate, as you all leave Agravar and begin to make your way through the blank white sands of the cleansed Agra Desert, your group loses its way. Cinder. Would you please tell me how? Deserts are like really landmark dependent because dunes shift sort of like the tide. And I'm going to say there was some old, gnarled, ancient tree, barely a bush that stuck out from a bit of dune, maybe 15 miles outside of the city that for a very long time has been used as like the marker to sort of navigate from until you got to the next marker. And I think that that bush is not there. It has been destroyed, it has been felled, it has been consumed by some ancient evil. But for whatever reason, we basically are looking to, until we see that bush and then we're supposed to turn left and we don't see that bush. So we don't turn left. And we don't realize that until we are maybe 10 miles off course in a part of the desert that we are unfamiliar with. Or at least it's not on our path. You realize that you are in a part of the desert that you are unfamiliar with and backtracking becomes equally as difficult. Harissa. You are going to add seven to your D4 as your group loses a week right out of the gate. Oh my god. Uh, okay, oh, oh, stop oh, making oh god. Notes. All right, got one. I think it's this way. Cinder, I'm going to give you a choice here. You have two people who can help you in this moment. One person is Haris Alzarun, who is an expert tracker he can get you back to where you're going however if you choose him he will be using totally non-magical methods and you will take disadvantage on your next safety roll if you choose to instead go to scrumpy and implore him to use some of your sap supply that you've brought he can get you there faster and you will not take disadvantage but it will be in direct violation of his agreement with Harissa. Choice is yours. That the more sap we have later, the bigger explosion we can make later. 
You still got that barrel too, baby. Yeah, but listen, there's a lot of walls in a castle, you know, like we need as much as oh, we yeah. can get. But I think we're going to we're going to ask Thais, we're going to ask Harris to to guide us. Back. Amazing. And after a week, Harris Azarun finds the tree toppled. Shifted earth roots unbound from an earthquake. And with that, we move to provisions for this chunk of travel. Isaac, would you please roll me a d8? Oh, I did. What'd you get? Yeah, so you see, you guys ever roll and you notice how bad somebody else did? And you're like, wow, I've rolled worse. This is going to be rough. Um, Fucking God. (laughs) Yeah, I rolled a one. (laughs) (sighs) We're adventurers. Guys, it's it's just gravity and the motion of the earth just wanted to tell the story of We're gonna end up eating scrumpy or something. Something's gonna happen. I feel like all right, to be fair, Mr. Spanks can come back. So I No. Just Spinks because is he's a edible. lizard and can grow back limbs does not mean we That's... can just eat his tail repeatedly. No, it doesn't mean that, but that is a fucked up thing to think. And you, you, know, that, you know that there is some super evil, dark, twisted uh, Drake warden in this world that would oh, do that. Oh, no, that would do where, that. Where, the, where their relationship with their Drake is, like, not a friendly one. Isaac, on a one, first things first. You are now going to be rolling d6s for provisions. Yeah, I, I, I remember that roll. Thank you, Dio. I appreciate that. <laughs> and on a one for a provisions roll, half of your provisions are wiped out. How? Jesus. I think seeing as how bad we obviously prepared for this quest, this journey, I think they just got left. We left early and... I, I think Isaac was in charge of it, 100%. And he was just like, all right, we got everything. Make sure, all right. Counting everything up. Yep. What's this bag? Oh, it's probably provisions. All right, let's just throw that on the cart and just start moving along. And he opened the bag and he found out it was just like somebody's laundry. He's like, ooh. I, I want Harissa to write down that you do, in fact, have several months worth of extra laundry Fantastic. oh my god several if we, months worth okay. of laundry to wash or like what are we talking well you about just him? it's just i mean at this point it's it's cloth right you have several months worth of inedible cloth all right. i know everybody's a little mad probably a little hangry all right but hear me out if we ever need to climb out and or into a space with it this is at least a hundred feet of rope if not more you know <laughs> we just tie them all together sneak on out of wherever we need to god i don't know if you can use it maybe you have to stick to your boots but um okay yeah i fucked up somewhere in agravar there is a uh, a tailor that just got <laughs> uh delivered like five thousand pounds of like uh, salted meats and, <laughs> and dried fruits and stuff all right that's rough. We are off to a galloping start because, Harissa, I need you to write down that you are not adding seven days 
to your D4 roll. You are adding 14 days to your D4 roll as you have to take time in the desert to replenish your meager provisions. Remember when it was just a D4, guys? (laughs) And with that, we're going to move to the shelter roll for the first evening. Not the first two weeks. (laughs) I swear to God. Not that I had to check the dice a second time. No, because I know exactly what it is. Oh my fucking god. There's no way. That's a one. <gasps> Holy fucking journey. Christ. You know Have why? Fun figuring that out, Patrick. There's no trees. <laughs> there's no trees, June. There's no fucking trees. We're in the desert. <laughs> that threw June's plan all off. Of course. Yeah, actually, that's there's no there's no trees. So she tries to dig in the sand. Like, to try to make, like, a little, like, holes or something, and she can't move the sand, so she's completely out of her element. She doesn't even think to try to use the spare clothes to, like, create tents or anything. We have have tents! So much cloth! We have tents? (laughs) And cloth! We could make tents! I don't know what y'all expect, like, I mean, we're just gonna, we're gonna have to dig some, some holes or, or something. I love this, because I, I do think that The extra time spent in the desert was not expected, and you were all really planning on being able to take advantage of cliff and crag to stay safe. You are instead in open air, open sand. Sam, something destroys your camp on the first night. What? I think it's probably a a sandstorm of some sort that breaks the poles in the tents. Like, it was set up, like, we set it up, like, on the top of the dune instead of on the back of the dune. So there was absolutely no protection. So a bunch of the poles just snapped from the wind. We are off to a harrowing start, my friends, as your shelter die decreases immediately to a d6. Harissa, you are no longer going to add 14 to your D4 roll. You are now going to add 21. Emily hasn't rolled yet, and there's a fucking plus 21 to the D4 This trip is going to be like an accidental, the two-year pause in one piece. Except (laughs) we're not training. But they were all training. That's what I mean. They were training during that. We're just lost. We're just lost. (laughs) Harissa. Lost, hungry, and tired. Could you please roll me that D4? Does it really matter what I roll on this honestly, honestly. D4? Not really. <laughs> I rolled a one as well, so. Okay, good. That's uh, actually okay. the good go. one. That's a good one. That's, 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 that's a good one. The only time it is good that it is a one. <laughs> Marissa, please, please go ahead and jot down that this first leg of the journey takes 22 <sighs> days. Also, a little asterisk and just say is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Asterix is fucked. And after 22 days of travel and setback, of ruin, wreck, and unfortunate discovery, you finally make it to the foothills of the Eastern Hills. The sand starts to fade, and you are 
met with somewhat familiar territory. This would be very similar to the craggy kind of cave entrance that you all took when you took a shortcut to the cleanser. In front of you lies the cliffs of the eastern hills, barren but for the smallest alpine scrub and occasional thin knobbly pine. Evening's dawn is deep in these hills. And you all feel the ground shake beneath you as a distant avalanche tumbles down. That's not good. And we begin again at the top with our, our our last D8. Cinder, could you please roll me a D8 for safety? I'm walking away. <laughs> no. I'll see, you, I'll see you guys later. No. <laughs> no. I'm going to go uh, no. try to find something better to do you with my didn't. life. You didn't. You did not. I mean. You fucking I, did not. Here's the, th- here's the problem. Here's the thing. Is that like. When I'm hanging out with a group of people, mm-hmm. and they all are doing the same thing, mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. if I know the thing that they're doing isn't the ideal thing to do, right. there is this yearning to be a part, you know? You don't want to be alone in a crowd. So I rolled a one. Yes, you, you want to be included. No, and that, it's included. good. See, I this is the plan. Patrick, what you don't understand is this is the plan. We're all trying to get D4s so we can hang out with... We are stress <laughs> testing <laughs> this. What this is, is we are live stress testing this game mechanic that Pat created. That's oh, literally it's, what it's is wrong. happening right it's now. It's getting stressed. It's getting yep, stressed yep. pretty bad. <laughs> so yeah, one. Natural. All natural. How many more ones can we roll before the game breaks? Uh, literally any one of you can roll two before yeah, we're two just more done. ones and then we have to stop <laughs> and then before, we have to roll before new we lose before everything before we just run out of time <laughs> and, then, and then we have to pick the kids from rally who will continue our quest yep. <laughs> that's right okay all right okay cinder someone goes missing whom all right i'm gonna roll a d4 to decide i'm one sam is two emily's three craig is four uh two uh so june goes missing classic Bye. classic Bye. June. Oh, God. Oh, God. What chore would draw you away from camp as you make your way into the eastern foothills? We're all, like, set back up with provisions, sort of, until Uh, Craig rolls another one. Right. Like, you're down provisions, but you're stable again. You also, like, have rebuilt your tents, but they are far more shoddy than they would have been initially, things like that. They're made out of shirts and trousers now. Just flannel. Just flannel on flannel. <laughs> Y'all were on my ass about getting all those flannels. And now look, yeah, that tents look so festive. I think out of anxiety mm-hmm. and frustration of like how long this is taking, she decides to go for a jog or a run. She wants to get away for a second. And she's very used to being able to go away to clear her mind, and she thinks she's going to be right back. You start winding your way kind of through a through a trail, and I think you make it maybe 20 minutes away from camp, just kind of into the hills. You've got decent visibility. You have maybe done a little bit of close scouting to know that you are not going to wander off too far in a dangerous direction. 
It's relatively early in the morning. It is probably dawn. You're starting to get just sort of the little kind of cool orange glint of the sun. You know, the way that the the, the sunlight is almost kind of this this like liquid clear in like the middle of winter, right? Where the air is very thin. You see something above you flying overhead. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception check if you'd be so kind. Oh, that's a 12. Mr. Spinks is flying overhead. He looks like he's headed toward something. He's maybe 20 feet above you. You see him push off of a lip of this cliff and like flap his massive wings. And we, the audience, kind of put it together like, oh, like, wait, hold on, massive wings? That doesn't, that doesn't feel right. But June doesn't make that connection. And you see him take off in a direction do you follow oh that's a hundred percent mr spinks what the fuck is he doing out here um yeah she's gonna she's gonna take off running uh, go ahead and make me a wisdom saving throw and please make it for me at disadvantage uh that's a five june As you get further and further away from your friends, something starts to bother you. You're chasing Mr. Spinks, and you really want to figure out what the fuck he's doing. He, he always seems to be kind of one step ahead of you. But in the moments where you need to stop and catch your breath, you start having these intrusive thoughts. Why would you want to go back? Why aren't your friends here helping you figure out what's going on? This is the most important thing to chase. You don't need to stay with the group. You don't need to... Wait, what were you supposed to be doing? It doesn't matter. This is what's important. And days blur past until you find yourself in a clearing. And in that clearing, there's a dragon sat back on its haunches, wings folded back hollow eyes and a translucent body so dark that it's almost purple little plasmic bubbles moving through it that you can just catch in the right light and it lowers itself you could swear that you see steam billowing out of its spectral jaws. What do you do? You're not Mr. Spanks. <laughs> I think she'll take like one slightly cautious step back. As you do, 
you step back through a body that phases through you, walks through you as if you didn't exist. And you see that this body is of that same ghostly, inky blackness, a silhouette, probably a man, and it walks through you to the dragon. Sort of pets its snout a little bit, grabs onto one of its horns, its hand completely melding with the same material the horn is made of, and it flips onto its back and <laughs> takes off. the fuck? Did I eat mushrooms? No, you were literally chasing a dragon, though, so... Guys, I'm scared. Do I get back? Am I back? <laughs> uh, at the end of that roll, Cinder, your safety die is going to go down to a d6, and Harissa, you are going to add 7 to your d4 as you wait for June to come back. We are going to have Isaac go ahead and roll the provisions roll for this day as June goes missing. Okay. Okay. What'd you roll? That's a two. All right, we're good. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. Okay. We're doing great. We're doing great, friends. Uh, on a two, some of your provisions have spoiled. Everyone, except June, who's tripping balls Yay. out in the hills, needs to make me a DC 15 constitution saving throw or become poisoned. A guard is also, I believe, immune to this or has advantage on this. I have advantage against being poisoned, but I can I can be poisoned. Twenty five. Holy shit! Eighteen plus eight. Eighteen plus eight. Great. Cool. <clears throat> eight. Harissa, you are poisoned. Hooray! Harissa, uh, you are going to keep that poisoned condition through travel. So that is gonna, that's not gonna affect travel in any way, but it is gonna stick around when we come out of travel. That said, I am curious, uh, Craig, half of your provisions have spoiled. What happened? And how does Isaac discover it? Because the provisions we had previously were gone and we had to hunt more food, um, Isaac just assumed that the same process was made for the new food that they hunted for and Saffir brought back, I'm assuming, hunting. And so that food went bad first because it hadn't been you know, curated and everything. Um, and so Isaac having the constitution of, you know, just apparently a God doesn't even notice the food is bad and he keeps eating it. And he's just like, Hey, everybody, everything's fine. And Saffir keeps going, no, <laughs> I think this is bad. And he's like, no, no, you something wrong with the taste palates. Everything's fine. Uh, and eventually Harissa does uh, succumb to illness and you all need to take time uh, to, again, replenish your provisions. Isaac just bat a thousand on this one. Uh, however, it is not additional time over the week you are already taking to wait for June. So you do get to use that time wisely. You're welcome. Uh, which, uh, ironically enough, brings us to June's role. Uh, Sam, would you please go ahead and roll me a d6 for shelter? Uh, obviously, June is not <laughs> present, but, you know. Please roll Everyone's good fine. so my card, my, my sweater tint is amazing. It's a three. All right. We're creeping up we're slowly up. but surely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on a three, Sam, someone finds an infestation in camp. What is the infestation? Sand fleas. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> the worst. Uh, Sandfleet infestation. I cast smite. I use all my spell slots. I'm just smiting the shit out of camp. Just. What is the problem? Why do these things bother you? I pick one up. Hold it still, God. <laughs> Sandfleas, sand for, for our listeners at home, if you don't know what sandfleas are, they're a type of, I, I think a type of... Isopod. Uh, isopod, thank you. Um, And they are like, they're like the size of a half dollar, right? They're like an inch-ish in length. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They so uh, they vary in size, obviously, but they can get they can get pretty big. Okay, so we have a we have a sand we have a sand flea infestation. Uh, how how do y'all choose to clear it? Uh, I would like to cast turn the faithless, please, to get these <laughs> fiends out of our freaking shelter. I'm gonna collect a bunch of them, like at least eight or nine, and I'm gonna put them in the little jar that I'm keeping the baby myconid in, so that the myconid can eat them. Yeah, I'm squishing them, turning them into like a paste, sprinkling it in to feed the baby myconid. Okay, uh, go ahead and take inspiration because that's great. And, and I'm just and just walking, looking casually as everyone's freaking out. <laughs> you all sit and wait for June to come back. I think that there are several days where you send out parties to look for her as safely as you possibly can, as as far as they can get, as safely as they can, and. Nothing. It's as if she just fell into a hole and vanished, which is a possibility that no one wants to say out loud. I think I think Isaac would lean over to Scrumpy as we're just, I guess a group is out looking. Poor Safra is like in one of our shitty tents trying to recover. And he's just like, oh. It's like being back at Rally a little bit. Just everything going wrong, but somehow we're surviving. This is not Rally. It's not, but... To think we could just go out into the world and every plan would go right was a little ambitious of us. I think we should be spending more time thinking about what we should do to find Juniper and less time thinking about the philosophy of regret and change and different places. God, you weren't here last time June disappeared for like two or three months. Was that in a place that she was familiar with? Not all of it, no. So, if June is gone for two or three months, what? We wait? We continue? I'm not saying that looking for isn't a good thing to do, but what I'm saying is I trust her enough to be able to survive this. I think there is a difference between trusting her to survive and not helping. Fair point. And June. You find yourself, without any recollection as to how, turning a corner and walking back into camp. Hello? Hello? Hey, hey, y'all. Oh, 
Should should we do a stern talking or we just should we just keep it pushing? What what are we doing here? What are you talking about? You take you taking what what was it this time? I don't even see mushrooms out here. I haven't seen a mushroom in weeks. Do you know how long you've been gone? It w- I mean, it couldn't have been that long. I I I saw a dragon. Um Mhm. And uh a person, but I think they were ghosts. You all right? I I wasn't gone for that long. I think so. Um Oh, okay. How are you guys doing? You look a little like there's a little bit of green in that blue skin of yours. Yeah. Are you doing? Yeah. Just okay. A little little um we had some some tag alongs we had to deal with. Nothing nothing too serious. Uh we we got to get going though. We're probably way way behind schedule. Um Glad you okay. I apologize. Hmm? It appears that waiting was the correct choice, and I should have just trusted in Juniper's ability to find her way home. Oh yeah, I so I, I had it all under control. It was fine. I'm sorry I made you worry. Yeah, uh, just, let's let me check these provisions. Obviously, there's something in them that messing with people's stomachs and or brains. Uh, uh, this one's on me, y'all. And he just looks through the provision to check like. <laughs> There's something bad in this food. Something's wrong. <laughs> All right. Amazing. Uh, could I please get a D4 from Emily plus seven? Yes. Um, uh, Rach. Well, that's good. It's just one seven. I got another one. Eight days. Hey. Guys, it's only been a month. It's only, <laughs> it's only been a whole month. No big deal. After seven days of waiting... You all find yourselves as prepared as you can be to get back on the road. And you take one day to move in the direction that you are now far more sure of and make it deeper into the eastern hills. And the higher up you go, the colder it gets. So that by the end of this eighth day, everyone but guard is in layers and those extra flannels from Isaac (laughs) start to come in handy could I please get a safety roll a d6 from Cinder I got a 3 okay fucking we're getting there highest roll of the game there are good things on this list I promise well I'll believe it when I see it this is not one of them could I please get everyone to make me a DC 15 wisdom saving throw? All right. I got a 11. A 10 for me. Guard and Harissa, the two of you are out on patrol one early morning, making sure that everything is relatively safe, making sure that there are no unwanted eyes on your camp. Who has the better passive perception? It's probably Harissa. I have a 16. 16 is certainly high enough to notice two figures silhouetted against the rising sun, looking down into the valley that you are walking through from up atop a cliff. Harissa, you recognize something in the outlines of these people. The helmets that they wear look exactly like those that your grandparents had 
on display in their home. They are ancient to need. So she can see the silhouettes yeah. and that's it. No like yeah. discerning features or anything. They haven't seemed to notice that you've noticed them yet though. So you have a beat here. Safra is going to, she'll remember an old sort of Tanin word that her grandmother used to say when she was greeting other old sort of people in the community. And she's going to kind of yell it up at the two figures in hopes that it's like a, an old word they might recognize. You see them both retreat from behind the cliff and you and guard now both see them leap 30 feet straight down at you. And all of a sudden, they reach out their hands and the black silhouette of a wyvern appears above them and they are holding on to its legs, one each, as this wyvern lands them safely directly in front of you. They both draw short swords, cross them, rush into you, slice, and vanish into smoke. I am going to kill Isaac for giving me spoiled meat. Uh, For both of you, you are going to, for the rest of this travel, be constantly seeing shadows and silhouettes. Isaac, you want to give us our D6 provision roll? Yeah, I got this. What? That's the worst I can have. June's not the only one seeing things. Let's go. We got a three. I think we're. I think we're. <laughs> we're, oh we're staying at three. One at a time. We're climbing the ladder. We're staying here. at three. Yeah. Literally, okay. I've rolled one, two, three. Okay. Cheese and rice. All right. Amazing. Uh, Craig, on a three. Someone has to go forage to make up for lost provisions. Whom? I think Isaac's pride at this point. He has to. He has to be the one to, to, to look for these. My note here literally just says, they return changed. Because you chose yourself, I'm going to ask what you think that means. Crap. This is a character development freaking question <laughs> just randomly from a freaking D6 roll. Um, what kind of animals are out here, would you say? It's, it's the mountains, right? So it's very craggy. Uh, it's fairly cold this time of the year. Um, so I would imagine that we may occasionally run into like a wolverine of some kind, you know, things that we are more familiar with. But this is a, a fundamentally new part of the world. Uh, and... It is also a part of the world that has undergone tremendous amounts of change, both from the burning of the eastern wheels a couple generations back to the desertification of the foothills in the last few months to year. So we've got a lot of blank space for you to fill out what you're going to find out here. Okay, I think Isaac assuming, because he does that a lot, I think Isaac assuming he was just going to go see if he could find some... Not even hunting. He was thinking of getting some plants or something like that. But he finds and kills a uh, a goat. At the same time, a mountain lion sees his, his kill. And immediately just goes on the offensive and tries to steal it from him. Uh, and Isaac just tired, upset at himself because of the provisions and everything he doesn't want to let this goat go and fights with this 
mountain lion. And it gives him a nasty claw across his face. Isaac goes into this, and, and I think the goat that you find, it, it's uh, in my mind, it's very much like this is where the bighorn sheep come from, right? Like, we know that they are largely from nice. this part of the world. I very much think that this is like a baby bighorn sheep, which means that it's big enough to feed like all of you, right? Because these bighorn sheep were like horse-sized back in back in Rally when you interacted with them, and so you find this baby bighorn sheep, this 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 prey animal, effectively. And you're thinking, okay, this is this is my chance to redeem myself. We're gonna get some good food. We're gonna be able to make this work, and then it all goes wrong. Go ahead and roll me a survival check to see if you manage to secure any of the kill at all. We're going to call this a DC 12. That's bad. That's a three. All right, Isaac. We'll see how that plays out in the evening. Sam, could you please give us our D6 shelter roll? That's a two. Uh, I think there's an obvious answer here, Sam, but I will let it be your choice. Something draws you all away from camp. What? Oh my god! <laughs> something draws her away from camp. No, Again. something draws you all away from camp. Oh. Yeah, she hears Isaac fighting with this mountain lion and insists that we all need to go and help him or find him. I don't trust that he's going to be able, like, listen, Isaac, like, I know I came, like, right back to the camp, but I, I don't know about Isaac. He doesn't really, like, wander off on his own. I'm kind of worried about him. I have heard that the mountain lions get awfully big around here, so you might be right. Uh, I'm not sure about the coming right back thing, though. I You are still... We'll talk about that later. Um... But yes, we should probably see what that noise was. You all make your way up a narrow little ridge following Isaac's footsteps in the dirt and muddy snow. And after a while, you start to see paw prints the size of dinner plates that's not a good sign and isaac i'm curious how how do they find you the the lion and the goat are gone um i think the the slash across his face was so close to his eyes that he was like partially partially like blinded in that moment from just how much blood is going through his his vision and he's still shouting like wait come on where you at um and you guys just see a bloodied Isaac still standing, but like definitely finished fighting. And he's just frenzied looking around swinging. Isaac, uh, Isaac, calm down. It's us. Stop. Uh, the mountain lion is gone. Just put your axe down before you take someone's eye out. Oh, sorry. That might have been on the nose. Um, Just put it down. Here, let me. She's going to tear some of the flannel and just sort of start wiping the blood from his face. Where, where's the goat? That's... I don't give a damn about the, the lion. The, where's the goat? What goat? There was a goat here. It was enough to feed... No, never mind.
let's go. Carissa, could you make me a medicine check, please? A 12 on medicine. The first thing that occurs to you as you start to wipe the blood away is that there is a deep gash going from the ridge of his brow. And you can't make out his eye yet. I know that Harissa is pretty good at keeping it even keel, but I think there's a moment where you do think that Isaac is maybe blind. You know, you see in the movies where they're like tending to someone and they're like, am I going to be okay? And they look down and the legs are just missing. Um, And they're like, yeah, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Uh, I think it was, she has that moment of, oh shit, I don't know what we might do now, but she's going to try and keep her composure and just kind of like guide Isaac back to camp and then just start using kind of like water and uh, with the help of her dad just kind of like basically trying to see um, and trying not to panic so very shaky hands and trying to keep Isaac calm while they while they do it not letting on how bad it might be I think he's in full shock so he's he notices that and he's he just chuckles and <laughs> I mean it can't be that bad. Nothing can harm this gorgeous face that much. But he's you also notice that he's like grinding his teeth right now. June, you see the shadow of a goat being dragged behind a little outcropping. Do you follow it? I, I see it. Hold on. And she'll look back at guard. Do you want to come help? Yes. You both chase this shadow. And as you kind of skid around the corner, slipping slightly in the snow, you see two of those ghostly figures dragging a ghostly bighorn sheep. And as they notice you, they vanish. I throw a hand axe. Uh, Go ahead and roll me an attack. Nine. I look to June. They might be invisible. Invisible? On a nine, you throw a hand axe where you think these bodies are, and it passes through them, and plasma that they seem to be made of kind of warps around it as it dissipates into the ether, and the axe lands in the stone. I don't think they're invisible. What are they? I don't know, but didn't... Didn't Isaac say that he killed it? He killed the the sheep, the bighorn? Outside of Rally, the geckos appear and disappear, and it seems a little bit confusing. Maybe this is that for this place. I wonder if the, like, the veil is thinner here or something. We do have quite a bit of fabric. <laughs> we could patch that veil. Yes. <laughs> New quest unlocked. Uh, as you two are having this conversation, I think you sort of look over your shoulder and you see that Scrumpy, Harris, and Harissa are dragging Isaac uh, back to camp. Harissa and Isaac, as you get closer to camp, you feel the ground begin to shake. Rocks rattle. Your feet give out a little beneath you. 
think Isaac, out of feeling the earthquakes and everything that's going on, I think he would just kind of let out a, oh, fuck you, you coward. And then realizing what he said, and just like, Isaac, what are you, what are you talking about? Uh, Far, help me get him here quickly. I'm fine. Just, just. What happened? You should see the other guy. Well, at the moment, you can't see anything, so sit still. I look for another guy. You all are having this conversation as you help Isaac back to camp. And Isaac, you are still blinded by the pool of blood pouring from your wounds. And the rest of you failed that wisdom save. So you all see your camp in shambles. On a two, something draws you all away from camp. When you come back, camp is ruined. And the three of you who failed your wisdom save see a wyvern take off with shreds of tent and flannel in its talons. Hello, friends. It's Patrick, here to interrupt our hero's death of dysentery upon the Oregon Trail to bring you the following messages. As we ease into 2024 with some light character trauma, I wanted to take a minute to remind y'all that we at Unbounced Encounters are very choosy about where we get our money. By taking funds only from the people, we get to ensure that we get to keep making the show the way you want us to make it, not the way some corporate ad network demands. But it also means that we really do need your support. Getting a friend into the show, buying a shirt over at our merch store, or getting all 17 hours of bonus art content from our Patreon all helps us keep this up for another day. So if you're not yet doing any of those things, please consider throwing your hat into the ring and helping us out. And if you are doing any of those things or supporting us in any other way, thank you. You are a vital member of our little logging town, and together we are unstoppable. All right, I'll let you get back to the show. Okay, bye. I throw a javelin. Guard, you want to roll me an attack throw? Natural 20. You throw a javelin? Did oh, you yeah. actually get a natural 20? No. Just you know. <laughs> Uh, 26. Hey. That's pretty close to a natural 20. That's a 19. Not nothing. You see this wyvern tearing bits of your last remaining tent away, and you reach behind your back, pull out a javelin, spin it around, launch this thing, and it goes right into its eye. And you see its eye bubble out and away. As the javelin passes through it and its skull, a hole appearing straight through its almost gelatinous form, the javelin flies off into the distance and it collapses and then flies away. And I would like you to make me a wisdom saving throw, if you'd be so kind. A natural 20? In the back of your mind... You hear, you have a mission. Why do you delay? It does not take hold, so you can react however you want. Is that basically like an implication that like these illusions are intended to derail us and that is something saying that to guard? Or is that like a voice is saying that, that I, it was like the voice is trying to trick guard? 
I don't think I, it's definitely not trying to be helpful. It's an intrusive thought. So you're getting the sense that it's it's something is trying to inject its its agenda into your brain here. Okay. I look to the others. Whatever these things are, we are going in the right direction because something is trying to stop us. Oh, okay. And Isaac just starts walking. Can't see shit. <laughs> Isaac, sit down for the love of God. What? Uh, At least let me finish wiping up this blood. Oh, it's just a, just a little scratch. It's fine. Clean I up. don't know what the big problem is. You know, everybody, we've been in deadlier fights. And Isaac is talking in a position in which everyone's behind him. And he's just <laughs> talking like they're in front of him, like he knows where he is. Isaac, you are starting to see light and shade. You're, it's all very red and gross, but you're pretty sure you're not blind. Ow. Ow. Ow, as he's suturing <laughs> my face. <laughs> Isaac, how many how many fingers am I holding up? One, two, oh, shit. Oh, oh God. I'm going to go with seven. I'm not even really sure how you arrived at seven. Well, she had one hand. Oh, shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, regardless, we can't go anywhere until we have Isaac's injuries under control. Guard, June, I want you to start rebuilding some kind of shelter for this evening, and we will make out at first light. All right. And on that. Emily, I would like you to please roll me a d4 plus one. Two plus one is three. It takes you one whole additional day to suture Isaac's wounds, allow him to recover and regain his vision, and put together something that seems like a camp. You then travel deeper into the mountains for two days. And before we come back around to Cinder's next safety roll, I would like everyone to please make an insight check. DC 19. Oh, I got exactly a 19. Great. I got 15. Okay. 22. Natural okay. 19. Everything is fine. Guard and June, you're like leading the expedition. Uh, very much in, 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 in focus of what you're trying to accomplish. Harissa and Isaac are hanging back with Harris. And... You both notice over the course of these two days that he is terrified of something. You're right there, Baba. Uh, everything is fine. Why do you ask? You look scared shitless. Uh, why, why, why do I ask? Uh, have you seen yourself jumping at everything? Uh, Twig snaps, a little rumble in the ground has you quaking yourself. You don't think that that is a justifiable position given everything that we have faced in the last month, huh? Well, after a point, your kind of fight or flight kind of settles in. So I am concerned as to now why you are getting more flighty. Have either of you seen the shadows? No. You mean the result of my food poisoning? Yes. All right. Well, I was afraid of genuinely both of those answers. I don't know what they are, but they appear to be Tanin. The voice that spoke in my head, did you intend for it to be a Tanin accent? I did indeed. 
Okay. <gasps> um, I am going. Uh, guard is going to when when he says that. Guard's gonna be like, the uh, the one that spoke to me was Tanin. Pretty sure. Sorry, I wasn't trying to overlisten. I know you guys are having a conversation. <laughs> he looks. You say that, and he just like he goes like an even paler shade of white. Right, like oh, he is just the blood is like gone from his body. This is the last time I have shellfish that was found in the mountains. Okay, I, listen. I, I thought it was crazy too, but you're the one who brought it home, so I thought it's not food poisoning. I didn't eat anything, and I'm seeing them. Listen, being as the the second most powerful magic user in this area, I feel as though all of you are are just. You're seeing things. If, don't you think I would know if there were these shadows that you guys keep bringing up? You've been blind for like three days. Yeah, but that was from a cat, a, a very, a very normal animal that we all know to live in this world. Y'all are talking about shadows and spirits and a whole Whatever bunch. Whatever they are, we have several people in this camp who have seen them independently. Trick of food poisoning or not. And to guard's point, probably not. They are all Tanin in nature. The eastern hills. As far as I know, they are the Tanin's ancestral home. And I'm assuming Safra and her father know, because obviously they've had first-hand accounts passed down to them of what happened. Uh, nope. Grammy Rosa would have told her or them some things, surely. Grammy Rosa would have known a lot, but I would imagine that Grammy Rosa would not necessarily have been super forthcoming with the details of a first-hand traumatic experience with her son-in-law. No, but probably with her daughter. Yes, but she's not here right now. Yeah, uh, I suppose And your mother would not have given shit, you a lot right? of information. Wow. Dude, her, why is Harissa's mom such an asshole? Thank you for saying it. Emily, Emily really snapped and said mommy issues today. And that was... <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> so with that, uh, Harissa, did you mark down that we uh, moved an additional three days? So that's the third leg was three days, right? Yeah, correct. We are going to go back to the top of the day with guards next safety roll. This is going to be a D6. And I will say... Say nothing. <laughs> You can use your inspiration. No, nope. okay. I'm saving it. I have an inspiration. I have to. I, I now need it for walking through the sand. Well, it's not sand anymore. It's now pretty heavily snow. Oh, it's snowy now. Mm -hmm. It right. is. How deep is the snow? You are not to the summit of any of these particular hills, so I think it's a lot of like dusting and slush and kind of gross snow. But there are drifts that well, get. Because what deep. I was going to say is, I would imagine that depending on how much our characters weigh, we would be sinking more or less. And like guard would kind Guard's of just, just be like up to his hips. Yeah, he's like he's like a <laughs> snowplow moving through it, while like June is like you know. <laughs> I think that top. happens occasionally. I think that happens occasionally. Uh, go ahead and give me that D six roll. Uh, three. Another three. three. That's listen. It's it's about as it's halfway good. It's about as it's it's halfway good. Uh, could I go ahead and get wisdom saving throws from everyone, including Sphinx? Nineteen. Oh, a nineteen for Safra. Oh, a nineteen for Sphinx. There you go. Wild. Pretty All right, good. we're back, baby. <laughs> we're back online. <laughs> Net twenty for a twenty-three. Yeah. Oh, done. Yeah. This is Isaac. Fine. Natural one. 
you are laying beneath your tattered Anamaram sweater tent. Seemed like such a good idea. In the very earliest moments of pre-dawn, I don't think you've slept well tonight. I think that you've been turning over this confused sense of guilt. And it racks you through the evening so that when you, half awake, blink into the cresting sun in this freezing little crevice, you hear the back of your mind. It's all your fault. You did this. You're going to have to fix it. I always got to fix all the problems I make. Sometimes I wonder if it's just easier if I realize that it's just me who's the problem. Now on to some common denominator. You realized it with Porky. There was a moment when he had you way up in the air that you realized. Maybe I should just go. Solve a lot of problems. He walks out in the cold and he looks out into the endless snowy area and thinks about maybe getting into another tussle with another beast out here while everybody's taking their rest. And then just taking one of those trips that June always takes, but he knows he's not as directionally inclined and maybe just helps helps everybody out. He just takes a little stroll. Could I please get uh, the D6 from Craig for provisions and you can use inspiration. I got a tree. Someone has to go forage for the group. Whom? They return changed. So this is what happens. Um, I think in, in his thought process, and he's having these thoughts, because he's had these thoughts before, as we've established, he stops as as he's like, Yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna leave. And then in his tracks he finds basically a lost animal that is dying, basically. Um, uh it is a little snow monkey the ones that sit by these steamy ponds yeah in in hokkaido yeah you wander maybe a good hour away from camp just kind of into the snow and you see a baby macaque long white fur huddled kind of into itself you're not sure how it got here but you pretty quickly come to assume that it's troop got scared away by something lost the baby in the snow you're not sure but it is alone and it is barely conscious and it is barely breathing what do you do hey 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 little guy hold on hold on oh no and lost you done lost everybody. Um, uh, you and he 
picks picks it, it up and he's like oh no um and he holds it close to him and just ain't got nobody i'm sorry and instinctually um he would give it enough healing from his healing touch to um to bring it back and just like it's breathing oh you still got some uh you still got some life to live little hand reaches up and grabs on to your coat okay okay and he would turn around. And with that, we are going to jump to our shelter roll for the day. Sam, if you could please roll me a D6. Yeah, awesome. (laughs) What'd you roll? One. Ah! Oh my God. See, does anyone want to burn inspiration? Does anyone have have one left? Fucking. I have one, but I'm enjoying this (gasps) downward spiral. Why can we not enjoy this journey? Sam. Uh, yeah. Something destroys your camp. <laughs> Again. 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 <laughs> what? Look, that's not second looking. The first time you get burned, it's it's scary. The second time you get burned, it's tedious. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we should just build treehouse every single time. We should have brought more trees with our supplies. <laughs> keep thing like an avalanche or uh because there were earthquakes yeah the earthquakes would cause avalanches what's uh give me give me a little bit of give me a little bit of context what's the time of day at what point uh does this occur who's doing what i think june is going to check on isaac like they just got done like waking up a little bit and she goes to check on Isaac to make sure his stitches are doing okay and notices that he's not in his tent and so she's gonna look around not see him and try to find a pine tree to climb up to see if she could look out and get sight of him then maybe that's when she sees the avalanche coming. You see Isaac heading back to camp, and he has something kind of tucked into his chest, and you are awash in relief that he is not gone. And then you look up. And the ground starts to shake, and you see snow. A torrent of snow moving fast. Far too fast. The avalanche is coming. We're going to treat this as a skill challenge. I am looking for three successes before we hit three failures. We're going to go ahead and start with June. June, you want to yell? Let everybody know. I'm going to give this to you as either survival, 
performance or persuasion. Your choice. Okay. Um, I'm going to do survival. All right. Uh, this is going to be, uh, we'll say, a DC 12 survival check. Let's roll to 16. Uh, all of you, including Isaac, hear June's voice echo through hey, the mountains. Hey. June, your voice carries further than I think you could have possibly expected. You're so used to the denseness of the Western Wields that it jars you a little bit when your own voice rebounds back into your ears, but everyone notices. What direction? Can I tell if it's coming from, like, the east? Yeah, we'll say it's coming in from the east. You guys are headed pretty much due north. So it's not blocking your path, and you can head in the proper direction if you move quickly uh, to get out of it. It's perpendicular, so to get out of the way. Everyone hears. We need two more successes before we hit three failures. Who's next? There's snow and stuff everywhere, right? Yeah. I'm imagining that guard locks his arms out on either side of him, a little bit extended back, sort of like the uh, cow pusher on the front of a train, that like a plow. Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. And he's just going to try to strategically plow to use the snow to get the snow out of the way to help people move, but also to ideally like... (laughs) Stupid. To ideally like create a uh, almost like almost like creating a drift in the right place where like to try to like divert the snow in directions like a little bit. You know what I'm talking about? Or maybe just to find a big rock to place so that it like knocks the avalanche in slightly divergent path around them. I'm gonna I am gonna ask you I am gonna ask you to to pick here. Uh, If you choose to just plow a trail for people to get out, that's going to be a DC. 12 athletics check relatively easy uh, and you can get a success on the board if you want to divert the avalanche that's going to be a dc 20 athletics check however it's going to give advantage to the next person who tries to do something i mean go big or go home guard looks around (laughs) in either direction he sees a boulder he sees a boulder sticking out of the snow maybe 10 feet tall like 12 feet across that is shaped almost like a wedge Guard is going to attempt to lift this rock and drag it through the snow so that it can act as a act as a wedge to like push the fury of the avalanche on either direction. Okay, go ahead and that's going to be DC 20 athletics check. And now's where we use our inspiration. <laughs> 11. Guard runs over to the boulder, starts trying to lift it off the ground, but the ground is just too wet, and he keeps, like, sliding. He can't get purchase, and he is just struggling to get a grip on this rock. He's not even able to use his strength to lift it because he just can't get a hold of it. That's one failure on the board. We have one success, one failure. We need two more of each. Who's next? Sphinx is going to grab Scrumpy and Harris and run them out of the way. This is going to be your choice of a DC 15 athletics check or a DC uh, 18 survival check. I got a 17 survival. Fuck. I think that Mr. Sphinx gets them up. I don't think he gets them somewhere safe. 
he grabs the two of them, sees that guard is trying to put a wedge in front of the onrush of snow, and is snaking toward that wedge to then kind of shelter behind it. And guard can't get purchase. He can't get purchase. And it never really materializes. Sphinx, with Scrumpy and Horace, is now headed straight into the avalanche. Two failures on the board. Isaac comes back, and he's like holding this small creature with him, and he's just been talking with him, and then he hears June in the distance. I would like to place Isaac in front of that little pile of folks by that rock, and he's just going to yell out, You can't run away from the world. Stop being a coward. We have to fight this. And he will try to intimidate the avalanche because he he knows something that y'all don't know. Yeah. You know. You know what's going on here. I am going to make a little wisdom save. For every point above the DC that this thing gets, I am going to give you an additional point, an additional plus one bonus to your intimidation roll. That is one above the DC. I rolled very poorly, but you are going to get a plus one to this intimidation roll. This is a DC 20 intimidation roll. You get a plus one. Okay. Oh, Lord, have mercy. It was a four plus seven. That's the final failure here. I would like to have my shield up at least. I am going to roll a d6. On a one or a two, Isaac is going to get the most hurt. On a three or a four, Mr. Spinks is going to get the most hurt. On a five, Scrumpy. On a six, Aris. What about God? Wouldn't he, because he's like also blocking? He's behind the boulder. I, I listen, you, uh, I, took a, I put, took a big swing and I missed. I can't help you right now. I'm sorry. That is a six. This is going to be a dexterity saving throw. He's near me. He gets a plus three. Hooray. Uh, he gets a plus, uh, actually in total, he is going to get a plus six to this roll. Uh, no, he's also going to be proficient. He's going to get a plus eight to this roll. Uh, so that's that's pretty good. He needs to, to beat an 18. So he needs to roll a 10 or better. That's a 10 on the die, exactly. Jesus. These dice are fucking trolling, I swear to God. Yeah. The snow <laughs> slams into Isaac's shield. Shoulder pushed into this, and you feel a little hand reach out from beneath your coat and hold Aww. on tight as you remember that you have this tiny little monkey nestled into your arm. Sphinx whips around tail and head forming a barrier trying to push back against this onslaught of snow scrumpy nestled inside safe for the moment horace vulnerable exposed gets caught by some of the drift sucked into the snow blowing past isaac tumbles 
relaxes, goes prone, floats to the surface, and lands among the wreck of your tents. And with that, we are going to move on. Harissa? Yes? Uh, could you please roll me a d4 plus 7? Yes, listeners, that was, that was just one failure. <laughs> uh nine in total it takes you seven days to rebuild camp pull it out of the drifts of snow get your carts repaired and righted and begin to make progress again and your going is slow but determined you feel like you are drawing a little closer we're going to start back at the top of this extremely harrowing fucking exercise. I mean, I don't need to tell you what I rolled. You know what I rolled. Are you kidding me? You did. I told you. I told you. You know what I rolled. I'm not even going to tell you. I don't even, I, you know You know 100% with certainty what I rolled. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. You know. Not a six, nice. I'm guessing. There's no way. There's six. no way we could no. roll five what? ones. That's what you told us previously? This is, I think, Isn't that what you said? Yeah, right. <laughs> I think we've rolled like 17. You've almost rolled only There has ones. not been anything higher than a three this entire session. For anybody in the audience that is daft and a stupid idiot, because I hate you, because I'm taking my aggression out on you and you don't know what I rolled. I rolled a one. I rolled a one, you dummy. If you thought I rolled anything other than a one. If you thought I rolled... Audience. First of all, audience, I love you and I'm sorry. I shouldn't take my rage out on you. But if you thought I rolled anything other than a one... Then you're out of your gosh darn mind. You're out of your palookan fucking mind, friend. Hey, 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 watch this. Yeah, this is this is this is a, a happy time. This is a, Kid, kids listen to this show. We're happy right now. There definitely are some kids that listen to this show. A nat fucking Yeah, not one. one. No inspiration. I used that to I used that inspiration to fail another check. Cinder. Yeah, what's up? First of all, you're going to go down to a D4 oh for safety. Oh my god. Classic. We're not going to make it. <laughs> Someone goes missing. <laughs> Whom? It would be funny if I made it June again. <laughs> oh, please, no. That would be mean. No, you know I'm not going to make it June again. I'm not going to make it June again. No, I'll take it. It's, it's going to be, okay. it's guard, it's guard, guard, guard. Let me carry, let me carry your bird. You rolled the one. Why is this my bird? <laughs> I was trying to make it sound like I was being generous as opposed to uh, having fucked up. Guard, would you please roll me a perception check? I mean, that's, that's a 20. That's good. Guard, you are on watch one evening and you see a shadow skitter from snowdrift to the impossibly thin entrance to what may be a cave or some sort of crag system in this rock. I think Guard is going to say loudly out loud, I will not let you distract me. Because he knows that's trying to. As you say that, you catch a glint of moonlight off of this thing and realize that it is not one of these spectral figures that was that was glass glass 
Guard is going to walk over to the snowdrift. Does he see footprints, like, where it was skittering? Footprints is a technically correct sentiment, yes. Does Guard see an indication that the thing that was skittering had yeah. a physical presence? Of course. Yes, you do. Which you immediately realize is not true of any of the shadows that you've seen. Guard extends a pointed finger to his ceramic smooth head and taps it. I will investigate. As he looks to the others, as the party who's ravaged and hungry and cold and mostly guard is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly, yeah. Uh, By the way, the footprints that you see that are definitely not shaped like any human feet seem to be these tiny little almost pinprick indentations in the snow. And you follow this trail up to this crag, and you kind of put your eye up to this crevice. And it's very dark, but you kind of let some moonlight in, and you see that it does go on for a ways. It opens up just past this entrance. So if you were to kind of break through some of this rock, you might be able to pursue where you think this thing went. Guard is going to go to call out and then stop himself, and he is going to use his brain of which he has a vast amount of knowledge in and he's going to try to be a sneaky boy as he squeezes through and try not to frighten or alert whatever this thing is because it might not be good to just yell who are you uh give me a stealth check please well 13 this thing uh got a 10 you sneak in and it takes you a little while Uh, You follow the trail of this thing for maybe an hour. Footprints in the snow. And then they disappear because they kind of go up the wall a little bit. Then you sort of see in the ceiling that there are uh, like cracks and indentations in the rock and the stalactites that appear similarly to those 10 front digits. Well, guard uh, is going to follow them up the wall. Oh, yeah, you could just do that. I forgot about that. (laughs) I don't think guard even notices that they go up the wall. He's just following them, and then suddenly he's walking up a wall following them, and then suddenly he's on the ceiling looking at the cracks. Can I get a wisdom saving throw from you? Pretty fucking good. That's a 13. Listen, listen. Medium is good on this Medium session, is above okay? average Medium. at this point, you know? Yeah, no fucking kidding. Uh, guard, uh, a couple hours into this, uh, you kind of feel yourself having the, having the thought, like, this feels important. Was that your guard impression? Yeah. That was good. And actually, I am going to go ahead and say that with that, we cut back. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> stuck in a cave, bro. Because guard is gone for a week. I'll see you guys. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, we are not going to play that week out. We are not going to play that week out. And as a matter of fact, uh, Cinder, if you're down, I want to fill in the kinds of things that you saw uh, when they come up later. Because as you return a week later, you don't remember where you've been. Uh, but a week goes by. And with that, uh, so Harissa, you're going to add a seven-day penalty because that was a one on our Harissa safety roll. Harissa is so mad. She's like, why the fuck do people keep wandering off? I do not understand 
Why people cannot stay in one place? There was something else. It wasn't one of the shadow things. I just went to check it out. For a week? What do you mean for a week? Y'all cannot get mad at me anymore for wandering off. No, I'm still mad at you, June. Don't think this what? is you are going yours to get away more, with also disappearing for more a week. Of a habit, June, than a, than a, every once in I, a while. I, 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 I was not gone for a week. Craig, please roll me the D6 for provisions. Bye, see you. No. What are you doing? Where are you going? He's getting in his car. He's going to drive to my house no. and beat me to death. I think that was another one. Oh, he no, he not. rolled he and he got another Wait, did yes. you really roll another one? <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. We're all down to a D4. Uh, what I will say is everyone else's provisions are, and I'll take exhaustion for this, everyone else's are the same level. Uh, and whatever he has, he gives to everyone else. Um, and he gives his own to save this this monkey. That is, uh, that's a very good self-sacrifice. So, and we are going to move to our D4 for shelter. Uh, bear in mind that if you get a one. We have no shelter left. That's it. We all have to share one sleeping bag together. Listen. I, no! I, I called it. I was like, dude, I don't know about the probability of these rolls. Um, for folks that are listening, I was going to say, for folks that are listening, uh, that noise you just heard was Sam walking away and slamming the door. <laughs> you guys want to take a minute? Fuck this No, game. I don't want to take what a minute. No, I, I, we're in it. No, I'm here. I'm here. Let's fucking go. I love it. We're going to use it. We're going to use it. Sam? Uh, yes. Would you yeah. like to tell me what destroys your camp this time, or would you like me to fill it in? <laughs> I forgot that it's the camp destruction. Camp guys got, gotten destroyed three times. Camp's gotten destroyed three, <laughs> three times. times. What's left to be destroyed? We, we survived part, an avalanche, part, Pat. What is left of the camp? Not a lot. Uh, part of me wants to make like make it that June somehow like destroys the camp herself. <laughs> Just in a rage. Can you like, set it on fire. Please set it on fire. Like you're toasting uh, a marshmallow and then you shake it and, and it we, goes. And, and we all just watch the fire and happy. Like that's the happiest thing that's happened. Do you know what? Actually, can I can I get assistance from like destroying this camp from Mr. Spinks? You can. Yeah. Can yeah, I? Can absolutely. we do that? Okay, because Mr. Mr. Spinks is helping June build a beautiful fire for this gorgeous. She put so many hours into making sure that this camp, with all the measly little things, she went and found twigs and stuff. She tried to make lean-tos for everyone, and like she she's so proud of herself because... It's just been shit recently, and she's. She asked Mr. Spinks to come and help set a fire, and she's like taken the oh, extra yeah, twigs and that. built like fine. this big ass bonfire, <clears throat> massive All right. thing. Uh, I've been working on my 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 right. flame breath, so <clears throat> yeah. I show you. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> oh, here, let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fan. I'm gonna uh, fan okay. it. Okay. Um. Okay. All right. You ready? He's gonna take a deep breath and then. It's just gonna come out the backside instead. <laughs> Set fire <laughs> to whatever is behind. Absolutely amazing. Which is the like the construction that June yeah, spent the, hours the building, like twig lean to and yeah, the flannel. Yeah. 
the the mm-hmm. bad sweaters. Smith's like, oh, excuse me. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh no, oh no. Safra's gonna be so mad. Please don't tell her it was it was me. Oh, no, uh, it's okay. I'm so Wait, sorry. no, let's, oh, we God. gotta try to. We gotta try to put it out. We gotta try to put He's it. He's gonna fan it with go. his wings and no, it makes it work. No, 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 <laughs> don't fan it. I got June's it. Throwing... I got it. I put it out. No. Oh no. June's throwing snowballs, trying to. I think in the end, after all of this chaos, we get a yes. very Wes Anderson shot of just like all six of you except guard. Okay, right, Goss just standing, <laughs> watching this giant fire. We just see you. We see your backs to the camera, back lit by this the fucking silhouettes. fire. Just the silhouettes, and you're just standing like in, uh, like you somehow managed to line up in height order, and you're just watching this fire. Can I say, in that shot? Harissa just sits down. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 height, it's height order all the way down to Sphinx, and then Harissa is just like sitting on the ground, oh, cross-legged, God. next to. I think also Isaac's like watching this fire, hold, holding on to, to the little monkey, and he just goes, "Oh, Prometheus, guard, you walk back in on this shot." just the final person, the tallest person in the group. We see you walk into frame and turn and face the fire. Did you guys get cold? Yeah, guard. We got really, really fucking cold. I just... I'm sorry. No, that it is not your fault. It is not your fault. I want to go home now. <laughs> June's rubbing Sphinx's back. The next thing I see, I'm going to kill it so slowly. I'm going to just... Is that... Is it, are you holding a monkey? Everyone is Prometheus. Prometheus. This is everyone. Right. Um, Mr. Sphinx. Would you mind taking to wing and seeing how far away from evening's dawn we are? Or if we're going to die, that would be very helpful. Oh, um, yeah, okay. Oh. And he'll kind of just off he goes, fanning the flames a little bit and, more. Yeah, I was going to say every wind <laughs> flash, the fire comes a little bit, a little bit higher. Uh, and Sphinx sees evening's dawn about a day away. Thank fuck for that. And you all march through the night. Anyone who needs a long rest to not take a level of exhaustion should take a level of exhaustion. Uh, Yeah, I think Harissa is just going to take that exhaustion just so she can fucking get there. She's done. She's done. She's, is she still poisoned? Yes. Oh, great. <laughs> Isaac, yeah, you already have a level of exhaustion, so it would be your second. Uh, but I will say that if you want to, in this moment right now, burn the lay on hands to heal Harissa of her poison condition, you can do that. I will, because Isaac is going through it. Yep, neutralized poison. All right, yeah, yes, absolutely. You all march through the night. 
when you arrive at evening's dawn. You see a town in shambles. The stone wall that lines the perimeter is broken in several places as if succumbed to siege. Or perhaps these incessant earthquakes. The doors that would normally keep out any unwanted elements are simply gone. No one is attending the wall. No one is standing guard. I think Isaac's just in a daze. Uh, he's <laughs> exhausted. Um, so he's just following the, the group kind of out of it. Guard usually gives Isaac a little bit of a wide berth when Isaac is down. But as we are, as we as we see the village and sort of see that it is in disrepair and everyone is like, <sighs> guard is going to see that Isaac is dragging his feet a little bit more than the rest. And without asking or really saying anything, uh, guard is going to pick Isaac up. Guard is going to try to pick up Isaac the way that he would June. Guard is going to pick up Isaac and try to put him on his shoulder. I don't think Isaac has the fight in him to do otherwise. Um, I think what happens is uh, it's more of a, if possible, a piggyback than a, the legs over the shoulder. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as you do that, he just immediately falls asleep. No. Um, guard is going to take out of his very meager pack the fancy cloak that he got for the party and he's going to drape it over yeah. Isaac. Uh, That's very can I good. Can I, real quick, as yeah. you do that, yeah. Yeah. you just hear like the scamper of something and then you just see Prometheus like crawl and then like climb on top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> Harissa isn't hugely surprised by the fact that there's no one there because she was expecting no one to be there. Uh, but she is going to try and find the sturdiest looking building that is left. Uh, go ahead and roll me a survival check. Uh, at advantage, which I think means it's going to be flat against your exhaustion. So that's a 19. Hold on to that 19 for me. Uh, Jude, what's your tactic? I think I'm going to try to get up kind of high if I can and get a bird's eye. Why don't you go ahead and give me an investigation check? Seven. Fantastic. Everything looks great. You all... Make your way through the now thigh-deep snow surrounding Evening's Dawn. And at one point, guard, you push a little drift out of the way. And you feel some resistance in it. And you push a little harder and you see that it is a body. It is the body of a soldier. It is the body of an Agra soldier. Trying not to wake Isaac, I'm going to pull out my axe. I'm going to give the body a prod and try to flip it over so I can get a better look at it. That happens easily. It's frozen solid, and you turn it over in the snow, and you see that it has dried blood now frozen to its garb was wounded 
whoever this person was, was wounded, was lacerated just above their left hip. It looks as if they bled out in the snow and were simply unable to find the shelter that they were seeking here. I'm going to put Isaac, sleeping Isaac down, wrapped in the giant cloak. Um, and I'm going to examine the wound. Does it look like a wound made from a blade or a wound made from something a little bit more rough or jagged, like a claw or a giant spike? You can tell right away. Uh, this is a this is a war wound. This is a clean cut. Then, uh, then no, I, I'm just gonna. Yeah, no, we're just walking into town. Yeah, no. As you cross the threshold, the snow gets a little less deep in the paths. It seemed to have been cleared at least a little bit more recently than the outside. Becomes a little bit easier to navigate, and on a 19 survival, Harissa finds the mark that she's looking for. There are approximately 10 buildings in Evening's Dawn, and assembled very much as a high street, right? There are buildings on either side of a main path that leads straight to the back wall of this encampment, and... There's one building at the far end of this path that is centered on this road. Can it be a pub? Seems to be in the best shape. That is very clearly the tavern. Yes! Yes. (laughs) We're going to head to the Winchester and wait for it all to blow up. Let's go. Let's get a pint. Let's do it. And Harissa leads you all into this tavern. Yes. Except for June who also notices that this is the tallest building and decides to climb it. Harissa, you get everyone inside. You stoke a fire. You see that there are some supplies still here. You see a crate of beer. Seems to be in pretty good shape for the cold. You see- Is there uh, stronger spirits as well? You could look around. You're guessing there probably are some hidden behind the bar. You see that there are some- ham hocks that have frozen over hanging above the bar as well you start to make provisional camp you start to warm everyone up Uh, i think guard probably sets isaac down in a relatively comfortable spot near the fire to keep him warm isaac you're still unconscious Mm, strawberry creeps Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and harissa As you are looking for stronger spirits, you're kind of crouched behind the bar. Most of the bottles seem pretty empty. Seems like people pushed through that pretty promptly. You reach for a bottle kind of in your periphery that looks as if it might be full, and you grab it, and it's heavy. And then you kind of look at it more closely, and you're not sure if it's full, but the reason why it's heavy is because there is a hand clasped around it. Ugh. And you see, tumbling out of the shadow, is the body of an extremely old man in Agra uniform. And at a glance, you guess him to be north of a hundred. Fine, wispy hair, deep set wrinkles, teeth missing. Does it look like he's just died of old age? There's no, like, blood or anything? With a bottle in his hand. Well, that's suspicious. Harissa is going to kind of break the hand off of the bottle. <laughs> um, you don't need this anymore. There's a little still left rattling around at the bottom. 
amazing. And she is just going to take a swig. As you do, as you do, you stand kind of up over the bar. And this gives you vantage that you haven't had before to the staircase where you see a woman wrapped in a shawl, blanket, similarly ancient and deceased. And as you trace over her form, you see a warden's helmet on the stairs beside her. And we're going to cut. June, you're just... Like, I, Princess Mononoke, the way that they just, like, squirrel up the sides of the buildings. And it's like, you're not even wearing shoes. What the fuck? Uh, you are just straight onto this tile roof. And you land, holding on to the weather vane, kind of looking around. You're trying to get a sense of the place. You see that a lot of these buildings are pretty thoroughly destroyed. And it looks, it looks kind of like from rot, right? It looks like a lot of these buildings have been unused for a very long time. And as a consequence, unmaintained. Uh... Nothing strikes you as exceptionally out of the ordinary until you see a pile covered in snow. You squint, you focus as hard as you can, and you realize that it is a pile of bodies placed toward the front of the town away from the tavern. There must be, in your quick estimation, dozens Maybe north of 50? Do I get a sense of their bond? Like, if I reach out, if I try to see, can I get a sense of their bond? That's really good. Go ahead and roll me an inside check, please. It's a two for a five. You clear your mind and focus on your breathing, holding on to this weather vane with your bond projection hand, thinking, focusing trying to sift through the bonds of 50 dead people and their connection to the world. June, does a 20 beat your armor class? Yeah, 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 yeah. You feel a thud to the back of your head. And you take 15 points of bludgeoning damage. I need you to make me a strength save. Oh, that's not bad. 23. You feel your grip on this weather vane, the bond projection hand kind of fade in and out and you focus, hold on tight. And I need everyone to roll me initiative. Classic June, wandering off up a, well, building instead of a tree this time, and then getting hit on the back of the head. I feel like we're really getting back to our roots on this one. I don't know about y'all, but I am excited to find out what happens in two weeks. And in the meantime, I am very excited to announce our newest patron, Ghostberg. Welcome to the fold. And as always, where would we be without our League of Rally Defenders? Darlene Wallace, Darksteel Panda, Derek Silverstone, Elderberry, GamerTubeHD, Lord Dreamer, Lucas Carter, Michael McFarlane, Randolph Jenkins, and Reshis Snivy. 
We will see you all at the next council meeting at our secret studio deep beneath the Appalachian Mountains. Where we will revel in the success of our joint ventures and indulge in some of Guard's delicious baked goods. Until next time, friends. Bye.